You're listening to Portfolio Builders, a wealth cap holdings podcast about long-term wealth building and financial independence. Here are your hosts, Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. Oh, what is up, my crew? This is the Portfolio Builders Podcast, and this is Chris Evans. I've got a great interview for you today with Mr. Paul Montalongo, aka the Master Chief. Paul is someone who's been in the real estate business for years and years, and he has done everything from commercial, single family. He recently owned a marina not too far, actually, from where I live in uh, South Carolina, uh, Lake Wiley, and he's currently... He's at a place in his life where he's more interested in the quality of life and doing the right deals. And so I think he told me that he owns about 400-something units, which is incredible. Um, so we're going to dive in, and, and uh, hopefully I can pull down some wisdom and extract just some some nuggets for you guys to really take and implement for where you are in life and business. So let's go ahead and jump in, crew. What's up, Paul? Are we on? We are on. Did I tell you I was excited? You did. But you you can never say it enough. What did I tell you? If I didn't tell you I was excited, I'm excited. You are excited. I'm excited. We're all excited. So um, we've got listeners. Let me me interrupt. All right, go ahead. Like, I've known you and and Taylor now for like, what, maybe four years, five years? Yep, yep. Right? And I've watched you guys progress, and I've watched you guys move through your business and you know I'm I'm an old dog, okay. And but I love watching. I just say it like I feel it. Right? It's like I love watching young guys get after it. You know, it reminds it, me of of a day, right? So, but I just were- I I just love watching you guys progress and grow and give back. And and now this whole thing, you guys are into real estate, is just making my heart happy for for you for you all and for all your families. So. Good job. Thanks, man. We're just we're trying to get to your status, that, <laughs> that baller legendary status. So, so we have listeners from all over the world, and um, of course, a lot of people who follow us on our other business are jumping over to this podcast. So, yeah. real quickly, can you just give them a rundown of who you are and sure uh, your yeah. experience and what you've done? Sure. So, my first real estate deal I did when I was seventeen years old. I bought a uh, uh, an empty piece of property. I thought I was going to build a house on it. I thought I was going to sell that house. I didn't. Um, I flipped that property two years later, made twice the money. Um, I made 7,500 bucks. And so as a 19-year-old kid with 7,500 bucks, I mean, that's the promised land, right? The world was your oyster. Exactly. I bought a truck and a motorcycle. Baby, I was set. (laughs) That's the truth. And so um, I told my brother that story, my younger brother that story the other day. He's like, really? That's how you got that motorcycle? Anyway, so pardon my cough. I'm fighting the allergies. But um, so then I began a career of investing. A lot of other things, too. I did construction. I did uh, remodeling. I I had an insurance restoration company. Um, I've been a a professional speaker speaking to the real estate industry. Um, But all along, investing, flipping, renting, cash flowing, those kinds of things, some light commercial. And, um, you know, just, just kind of like working my way through uh, through the market, <laughs> through the business. Yeah. Uh, about six years ago, I had this epiphany. I'm like, why am I doing one-offs? Like, why am I buying a house, renting one house, and 
just, you know, and, and that's it. Then I got to, I got to do that. Lots of effort. And they go find another one and do that and go find another one. And so somebody introduced to me the idea of, uh, multi-unit properties, properties yeah. with, with many forms or many streams of revenue. So as you know, I went to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I bought a marina. So a marina, what is that? That's multi-unit. That's boat slips. It has an RV park attached to it, had a membership club attached to it. So multiple streams of revenue that I could receive uh, rents on a monthly basis, right? And then right. from there, uh, an apartment complex, another apartment complex, another apartment complex. So currently I'm in 459 units. I currently have contracts on 272 units that I'll be closing in the next, wow. well, within the next uh, 17, 18 days. And then I just got off the call before uh, with you uh, to put in a contract on a 128 units. So once you learn the strategy, what I learned is that once you learn the strategy, um, it's just duplication of effort. You guys know this. And so it's like, the reason I didn't do that in the beginning, you know, many years ago is because it just seemed too big to me. I mean, it's mm -hmm. like, where am I going to find millions of dollars? How am I going to manage it? How, you know, do I want, you know, 128 people calling me about their toilets? These right. are all just belief systems that did not serve me. I, gotcha. I just, I didn't know what I didn't know until somebody came along and said, hey, listen, here's the reality of it. You put management in place, you get partners, you get, you know, you get, you use your, your experience, et cetera. All, all the, all the, the things that you put together to pull off a multi-million dollar transaction. So that's what I do now. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, this podcast is called Portfolio Builders and you're uh -huh. slinging out a lot of unit numbers. What is your, your actual portfolio now? So it's 459 units. The value, the street value of those 459 units, it's in four states, by the way, is $29 million. Okay. So um, I want to have over a thousand units by the end of 2020. And then in 2021, I'm certain that I'll add another thousand units. I took a so, little hiatus for a couple of years um, and I just got married over the summer. So I'm still kind of, oh. in, honey I'm still kind of in honeymoon mode. <laughs> nice. But um, uh, you know, we're, we're. So why though? Why, why do you want to, to build the portfolio to a thousand units by end of yeah, because it's 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 duplicatable, right? And so my goal all along at, at this point in my life is maximum leverage, minimum work, mm -hmm. like minimum time, minimum you know physical actual work. Output. So, Output. Thank you. So, yeah. you know, I say this with all humility and, 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 and that I, I'm blessed to have come to a point in my life where I can try to work from my brain power rather than from my muscles. Right. Yeah. So, so, so use the experience, use the, uh, the ability, you know, I bring a certain level of, of experience to relationships. And so just leverage those, you know, and I mean, I got off a phone call this, this morning with somebody that I'm mentoring on how to buy apartment complexes, right? And so um, it was clear to me that she, this, this, this thing was too big. So I said, like, why don't I partner with you? She's like, mm -hmm. you asked the magic question, right? So that's a leverage. That's a deal that I didn't have to go look for. So it came to me. And that's a leverage of my experience and in, in, uh, in time. Yeah. So you've been in the game for a while. You've got a few gray hairs. 
there's one (laughs) and there's a matching one (laughs) so the question would be what is the biggest mistake that you see the younger generation entrepreneurs making with money it's it's mindset i know it sounds so cliche it just sounds so cliche, but it's mindset. It's like you, you think there's not enough. It's a scarcity mentality. Like there's not enough deals. There's not enough customers. There's not enough money. I can't get that. It's mm. too big. And that's just a mindset, right? That's just, and, and, and I don't know what the magic bullet is here on this other than just time, you know, time and belief. You like, you got to take the time to reinforce the, the, the empowering beliefs to yourself, hang around people that do it, you know, hang around people that, that have that, uh, that advanced mindset. Cause it rubs mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Right? Just like the, can, can, can we use a, can I use colorful language on this podcast? Sure. Well, have, Brian will probably edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the crappy mindset will wear off on you. So, yeah. so does, so does the, you know, the platinum mindset. Right. So mindset could be, for example, um, I don't have what it takes to invest into real estate. I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I don't know. Yeah. So the three how. biggest, the three biggest things that I see preventing people from getting into a bigger game of real estate, and it doesn't matter. It could be buying one flip house, you know, mm-hmm. or it could be buying a three hundred unit apartment complex, or heck, it could even buy, you know, buying you know the biggest building downtown, right? So the three, the three biggest things that I that I see preventing people. Number one, they have the belief I don't have the money. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't have $10 million in my bank account that I can push out to a deal. Well, nobody said you had to have $10 million in a bank account to push out to a deal. There are right. other ways around that. So the number one belief is I don't have the money. Number two belief is um, I don't have the experience. Like who's going to invest in me if I don't have the experience? Yeah. Who's, who's going to put their faith and confidence in me? Mm-hmm. I'm nobody. I'm, you know, I, I did a flip three years ago and now you're right. asking me to do you know, to go buy a portfolio of 16 houses as an example, mm-hmm. right? Like who's going to yeah. invest in me? And that's a mindset, right? Um, somebody told me a long time ago, they said, um, act like you've been there before. Mm. Like, act, Now, I'm not a big one and like fake it till you make it. I, I just don't believe that, right? But I do believe that um, if you bring a certain level of confidence to an interaction, that's helpful. Okay. And then the third biggest one is, <coughs> pardon me on the cough. The third biggest one is where am I going to find these deals? You know, wh- where does the deal flow come? The market is scarce. Uh, people aren't selling. Uh, financing is too cost too much. You know, all the noise that goes on between your ears about what's preventing you from finding the deals. Yeah. And so uh, those are the three biggest fears that that I see in preventing people from really getting into the game of real estate. And there are answers to all of those. I mean, like quality, legitimate, factual, non-fluff answers to all of those and how to work around those so that so that you're in the game, you know? Yeah. So how does someone overcome that? I mean, we know that real estate's been around for years. I mean, thousands of years, right? Yeah. Um, it's one of the, the primary wealth building tools. Some of the wealthiest people in the world have leveraged. So we, we, we understand the importance of it. It's like, we don't have to sell people on that, but how do people get over those fears? But if you can give someone uh, one thing to get over those fears and why they should get into real estate and start being active and building their long-term wealth, what would you say that that number one thing would be? For, for, for me, it was a mentor. Like I had three men, three guys 
three guys just they just for whatever reason they saw in me potential and they said here's how you buy big properties here's how you leverage your experience here's how you manage these here's how you turn them into profits here's how you do it again and they still mentor me i talked to one about uh, about a week ago right and we were just we were just talking strategy and so these three guys i mean between them they probably own 5000 apartment units Okay. Wow. So, so this is, this is like, you know, I'm not talking to the guy that owns 450 because I own 450. I'm talking to the guy that owns 5,000. Yeah. Right. So when I get to 5,000, guess who I'll be talking to? The guy that owns 20,000. Yeah. Right. So I, I think it's, I really do think it's association and I think it's, um, it's mentoring. And, and, and the, and the biggest fear factor I see in that is like asking somebody like, and that's a confidence thing. Like, why would this person invest their time and effort and energy in me? They're yeah. already at that point. And I mean, let's face it. Some guys won't. Some guys, some people, they just won't mentor because of that reason, right? But that doesn't mean you stop asking or stop seeking or stop fellowshipping with people that are in that realm, you know? So get with people that already have momentum. I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, and, don't, and don't be afraid to ask the questions. Um, mm -hmm. you know, really the only ridiculous question is the, is the question that is like, you're too afraid to ask. Right. So yeah. ask it. Right. What's the number one mistake that you've made, um, in investing in real estate? First thing that comes to mind, um, <laughs> partnerships, <laughs> mm. that was, that's the first thing, um, you get, you know, I've learned through the course of my career, you got to vet your partners. I mean, you have to, you know, you really have to vet your partners and try to try to up level your partners. Try to get part with partners who have who are a notch above. Um, if you're try if you're trying to hang out with people, okay, this is the mistake and this is the vulnerability. I've hung out with people who had less experience of me because I wanted to feel superior. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do that. That's a uh, that's a crappy way of thinking, right? So yeah. when I when I shifted that and I'm like, okay, I got to hang out with people that 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 I'm not mm -hmm. at their level so that I can learn something that, that seemed to be a big shift. So partnerships um, is, was, I think is the, is it's been the biggest sore spot for me. Let's put it that mm -hmm. way. Cause it's cost money. It's cost time. It's cost, it's created embarrassment. Um, it's created, you know, uh, uh, doubt, self doubt, you know, mm -hmm. like, I couldn't see that coming. Come on, give me a break, you know? So that's been, that's been the toughest thing for me in my career. And then like, as I look along the, you know, the, the timeline of my career, when I did something, it always seems like I felt like, gosh, I could have done that two or three years ago. Gosh, I could have done that one two or three years ago. So mm -hmm. maybe not taking the other, the other fault, what I would say, or the other learning is not taking action when I first had that, mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, that intuition that yeah. of myself that I that, should have that taken action. Feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, mm -hmm. it, it's, you know, when I look at my deals, when I analyze deals, I'm very analytical about it. I don't do a lot of fluff. I don't go by feel. I don't go by gut, right? I mean, there's an initial gut feel, but then yeah. I try to back into it and prove everything, right? But there's yeah. no, as I, as I've, as I've grown up a little bit, there, there, there's a, there's a, there's something to be said for that initial gut feel. Yeah, right? for sure. You, you got that initial sense, run with it and prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Those so, are the two biggest mistakes I would say that, that I've come across. Yeah. 
with that being said, just leading off of that, um, why should someone get into real estate now? You know, the market's kind of high. There's a lot of competition. And obviously, you're you're pretty aggressive on your acquisitions. Uh, it's the old saying, they're not making any more of it. <laughs> so real estate is finite, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, unless you're in Dubai and they're putting islands out in the water, right? But, <laughs> but it's pretty finite, right? And and the mm-hmm. other reason is is that even though the market right now is, um, I mean, some are saying that it's saturated. Some are saying that it's, um, you know, that it's tapped out. Uh, you know, we're in. I think we're about in the year eleven of an upswing, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that, depending on who you listen to. There's still opportunities. There's still pockets. There's still markets. There's still growth. There's still companies expanding into cities and townships that require, you know, that that, that create jobs that require. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the population of the United States continues to grow um, internally as well as the influx. Of, mm-hmm. of people that want to come here for the lifestyle. So I think, you know, I, I think you take a look at real estate. Listen, everybody thinks that real estate, or a lot of people think that real estate is something you can get in and make a lot of money at quickly. And there are slim opportunities for that, right? But if you see real estate as a, uh, as a long-term play and you see it as a long-term learning and you see it as something that you would love to do long-term, mm-hmm. and here's the beauty about real estate. You don't, you can be in real estate full-time, but you can also be in it partially, part-time, right? And you can do a deal here and there, here and there, and supplement your income and use your money wisely, you know, invest your money wisely. I was talking to a guy yesterday, long-time investor, and um, he, he just, I guess he's probably about my age, and he just, he just stopped the conversation. He just says, Paul, I just love real estate. Like, and I was like, I, got, I, had, I had to do a checkup there. Like, can I, can mm. I speak with that level of passion, you know? And so um, not making any more of it. There are plenty of opportunities still out there. It's a good, it's a good game to play in. And, and the returns, you know, uh, I, I guess probably the biggest thing technically about real estate is that the underlying asset is always going to be there against your money. So yeah. it's not like a stock that it's subject to to you the know, market, wh- the whims people. of the market and people yeah. way out of your control, right? But you do you do your uh, you do your research. You got your analytics. You got your parameters. Um, you buy within those parameters. That's another mistake I would say that I've made that I've had to learn is like I I know where I should buy, but then I I reached outside. And I got bitten every time, you know, mm. so, you know, know your parameters, stay mm. there and the real estate will, will treat you well. Is it problem free? Heck no. Is it, is it, uh, you know, are there going to be challenges? You bet. But it seems to be, you know, a long-term stable play. Yeah. yeah. How has real estate changed your life lifestyle personally? Um, what has so it allowed the, you to do? Well, you know, I, I have a family that I raised, put, put two boys through college. Uh, you know, we traveled. Um, you know, I travel a lot. Um, I have a kind of a carefree lifestyle. Um, I spent 30 days in the Bahamas two years ago uh, at a yoga retreat at an ashram. Uh, pretty much, 
I, I think I worked three hours that month, you know, because I had mm-hmm. things in place and passive cash flow passive. And so it's given me a, a, a lifestyle of freedom, you know, that, uh, cause the kind of real estate that I do, you know, multifamilies, um, I can do from anywhere, you know, I can do from anywhere in the country. Right. And so it's given me a, a freedom, a sense of freedom that I don't know. Seriously, Chris, I don't know that I actually set, set out when I was in my early twenties, I'm going to build a life of freedom. You know, I don't, I yeah. don't know if I had that plan. Right. Um, but as it's evolved, I see where it's developed into um, a lot of freedom and a lot of, of creativity. I get to use, you know, my, my uh, capacity to be creative. And uh, I, I mean, I like the negotiations. I like making a deal, like putting a deal together, those kinds of things. Uh, fits my personality. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can wake up and actually do what you love. That's that. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's, that's and so true. one day that might be chilling in the Bahamas, drinking a latte. One day yeah. it might be making a deal. But yeah, I know for us, that's something that, you know, I'm a little bit older than Taylor. Um, I, I started with kids early. My daughter's actually going to be 16 wow, next week, dude. which is just kind of blowing when my mind. You start, right when you start when you were like nine or 10 years old. Basically, I don't know if it was legal, but uh, it <laughs> is what wrong. it is. That's wrong. <laughs> um so no, but you know, coming to where I'm at now, there's kind of this this thing of like, okay, this is getting fast. It seems like with my kids getting older, and so I'm way more interested now in freedom and not just like the hustle and the grind of entrepreneurship and all the people out there like, uh, just grind, just hustle, just you know. It's like, man, now I really want options. I want the ability to, you know, just hang out with my family whenever sure. I want, how, yeah. how however long I want. Um, so how old message? I'm you? 38. You're 38. Okay. Um, and Chris is like, what? I mean, uh, Taylor's like 32 or something like that. 30. I think it'll be 31. And 31. Okay. So I had a conversation with, with Taylor a couple of weeks ago, you know, and um, this will relate completely to what you're saying. And uh, so at another, okay. So it allows me to real estate allows me the freedom to do other things that are important mm-hmm. to me. So, you know, I'm involved with, with several organizations and so forth that are, that are, that I like to do that are passions. Okay. And so one of them is, is I work with men. I like work with men in real estate at an emotional intelligence level, not mm-hmm. just the numbers, but an emotional intelligence level. And I was talking to Taylor and we were like, I said, you know, I said, you're a young man and you've done a lot and your priorities are going to change several times through your life. Yeah. So right now it's family, you know, it's business and family and marriage. And so your priorities are going to change as you evolve as a man, you know, in your masculinity and real estate has afforded me the opportunity to go pursue some of those other interests that I didn't even know were important to me until later in life, you know, like helping other men with their families and with their business and with their children and that sort of thing. Right. That's what that is right there. That's the, the, the men's mastermind, men's real estate mastermind, Torchbearer. Just, it made me think of that. But the, the real estate and the passive income and the ability to invest, <coughs> excuse me, allows me to go do some of those other things that as my life has evolved, um, I've been able to pursue. I, I, I told you I just got married over the summer. I was single 13 years. 
Wow. Right. I was single 13 years and I was bopping around the country and buying deals and doing deals and living in different places and not really thinking that I, you're not really pursuing a, a mate, a spouse. And then, of course, I met Letitia a little over a year ago, well, year and a half ago or so. And we clicked and she was in the same place. She'd been married. Uh, she'd been divorced for 13 years. So our lives were kind of in harmony, mm-hmm. you know, lined up. She's got two grand. She's got two kids. I have two kids. She has four grandkids. I have two grand. So things are lined up. So now yeah. priorities have shifted again, right? Yeah. I'm like, so I was very self, um, self-pursuing over the past 13 years, right? So I got, I got to do a lot of stuff for Paul. And now it's like, okay, I have, I have a mate, you know, I have a yeah. life partner. So we're talking about things, you know, our travels and like we were talking the day before yesterday. Okay, so where do you want to live? So like we picked out like two places that we want to have a summer home and a winter home. Okay, great. We'll go buy real estate there. So, so you know, where is that at? Uh, one's in Telluride, okay? And the other's in St. Petersburg, right? And so um, uh, we're, we're like, okay, so we'll go, we'll, go, we'll go find some way to justify being there and make money at the same time, right? Yeah. Because we have those skill awesome. sets, right? But yeah. To your point, you know, you're involved with your children. I've seen your family, pictures and everything. Beautiful family. Congratulations. And, you know, that's a priority. And then at some point, they're going to fly away from the nest, you know, and now you'll have a different set of priorities. And because you've built a portfolio that, that, you know, that feeds your, that feeds your needs, right? And your wants, you can go do those things that, that are important to you and important to the world. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, what would you say makes you've you've been around Taylor and I? You've seen our other businesses. What would you say makes us different? Just first thing that comes to mind. What makes us different, kind of from other people out there? I, I just like persistence. You guys just won't mm-hmm. go away. <laughs> I just someone sent me a message yesterday, like, dude. I can I I see your ad all the time. And I'm like, yeah. well, you'll see it forever now. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, um, I mean, I, I, like, I've really seen you guys evolve. Like when I first met you, I think maybe I was your, I, I don't know. I, I was probably in your first handful of cu- customers, yeah. you know? So, um, and you did a great job for me and I appreciate that. Um, but you know, that was, to me, that was very, let's go drive and get business done. Now I see more of an attraction model. It's like, we're going to, we're going to, put value out there we're going to put stuff out there in the marketplace that helps people and people you know if you when we build that people will come right yeah so i but i think your characteristics are you know you have this pursuit for excellence and you just you have this persistence you just won't go away and i yeah. think that's so freaking important i think that's just so important it's like okay these guys aren't going away and i say that kind of facetiously you know but these yeah. guys aren't going away there must be something to them let's go talk mm. to them you know, and so, and, and also the other thing is I've seen you involve other people. I see you built a team. Uh, my experience when I went to Nashville to visit with Taylor was there's an inclusion. Like you're not just, you don't have just employees. You have people that are, that you're mentoring and training and teaching and bringing along in life as well as in business. You actually, is, you went to the office, right? I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was nice. Nice office. And, uh, uh, yeah, we were there talking real estate and stuff like that. So um, I, I got a chance to go out there and visit. 
Yeah. Awesome. Nice. So I think that's the thing I see with you. I mean, you guys are creative, like, you know, your writing is creative and your programs are creative and well-organized. And that's like, to me, that's kind of some of the, uh, that's an offshoot of your characteristic of your personality Mm. and your personality is focus and persistence and, and very, very helpful. Awesome. So um, I know that you have maybe a gift for people who are listening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have that link? I, it, I, I text it. To, uh, yeah. It, um, so this, uh, while you do that, so this is an ebook I wrote. It's a short ebook. I don't know. It's probably 30 pages or so, but it's, it's about the four pillars of real estate investing from anywhere in the world. So my goal has always been to work from, be able to have the ability to, I, no, let me rephrase that. My goal of late, <laughs> the last few years has been to have the ability to work from anywhere in the world. Can I take a phone or a computer and do deals, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so I wrote an ebook about it. It's a free e-guide. It talks about you know uh, short-term money, uh, long-term money, legacy money. You know, like what? Like this is where I am in my life. It's like how do I leave a legacy yeah. through mentoring with my family, um, and how how do I like make an imprint on the people that I interact with? And by the way, it doesn't yeah. mean I have to interact with thousands and thousands and thousands of people interacting with a person at a time, you leave a certain imprint with them yep. that they, that they remember. So this is what the e-guide is about. It's free. Go in, enjoy so it's it. Guide, guide it's guide.paulmontalongo.com. I mean, we can put that in the show notes as well. Guide.paulmontalongo.com. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy we'll it. I'll throw that in the uh, notes as well. And uh, okay, good. yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Any last words from the master chief? <laughs> that was a tag you guys gave me. <laughs> yeah. No, again, I, you know, I've just really enjoyed watching you guys grow and watching you guys, you know, pursue your passions and, and expand who you are as men. And that's, that's been, that's been a real joy for me to watch. And, you know, it's a long life. It's a weird thing. It's like, we see something happen tragic and we go, Oh, it's a short life. But then we see, you know, but it's, but it's a long life, right? But it's yeah. the life that you choose. And so make the best out of it, make the best, don't, you know, the the fears are what prevent the joys in life. So do what you have to, Mm. to overcome the fears and, and reach for the joys and, and just stay, you know, focus on what's important, your family, your legacy, who you are as an individual, your growth as a human being, you know, your contribution to society, stay focused on all of that. And all the other little stuff just seems to fall in place, you know, be a good person, be a person of character, a person of help, and all the other stuff seems to fall in place, you know, and for me, real estate has been a nice vehicle to help me accomplish that, you know, and if it works for you and your listeners, great, awesome. But the biggest, the biggest uh, thing is just take care of yourself as a human being and expand who you are as a human being and everything else will fall into place nicely. Well said. Thank you, sir. Thanks for listening. Discover how you can start building wealth with real estate, even without experience in our free book, why real estate and how to get started by visiting wealthcapholdings.com slash book. That's wealthcapholdings.com slash book.